Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Uh, the voice of Shrewsbury, I've been told. Uh, it's the voice of Shrewsbury, so welcome to the show. It's me, Alex Whiteley. And uh, joining me today is uh, someone I, I, you know, I get so many like sort of um, press releases come through and, and, and things I have to read and look through and some things we can't help with because they're like in three days, lots of texts and we're an audio show so you know there's not a lot we can do but this one caught my eye and i was kind of oh this is going to be an interesting thing to talk about so i would like to welcome stephanie henson from six ticks thank you very much for joining me hi thank you good morning yeah um so my morning the morning i read this press uh, press release was uh very slow i was just getting from work i was like, oh let's have a look what's going on in the emails and i think it was an email from claire claire from um Shropshire think tank and she was like oh have a look at this Al so I did and uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened there <laughs> I don't know what happened there either <laughs> to me out oh, great this is exactly what I mean. um, so anyway I was reading for this email and um, it said uh, so, you know uh, we were talking about um, the, the tech timeout and I thought that makes a lot of sense it makes a lot of sense that you know technology is taking over our lives especially during the pandemic um, it seems like a healthy option just to be like okay we're gonna have a day away or a few hours away or 10 minutes away over and then I read it was made by somebody that runs a media group uh, like that makes technology and I was just like wow okay so where, where does this come from where does this come from stuff so it's a bit of a paradox I guess but it's actually yeah, yeah, exactly yeah actually um actually fits in quite well and it's a question that I get um quite a lot like you run a tech business but you're also telling us so that we need to have a healthy relationship with tech like um I guess it comes from I've worked in tech um you know pretty much my whole I'm, I am in that kind of millennial bracket, which is kind of, you know, 1984 kind of onwards, where we have grown up with tech. So, you know, I got my first phone when I was about 12. And, mm. um, you know, I started school with the chalkboard, finished with the white fancy ones that, you know, the computer ones that are all kind of whizzy. Um, and then, you know, spent a really a, a lot of time in front of a computer building six ticks um, and, you know, spending a hell of a lot of time working really hard, working really long hours um, working on a really unhealthy relationship with tech that I've had over the years where I've literally you know woken up in the morning been on my phone first thing looked at a screen for the whole day been working till early hours in the morning waking up in the middle of the night to do conference calls and because we've got some some clients overseas waking up again in the morning and repeat and repeat and repeat seven days a week for months on end and I was just I got myself into a really crazy state of just fatigue and sadness and so like, why am I feeling all of <laughs> why am I feeling like this um and then I guess over the years I've been very conscious and aware of the impact that technology does have on us as a society um, and the impact that it has on our ability to communicate and it was in 2017 that I really um I think I was having lunch with my family and my two-year-old niece who's now not two anymore um <laughs> she's now five but she, she um picked up my iPhone and she was just about to turn two and she could take photos and swipe through and she knew how to unlock my and I thought wow that's that's and she's two it's, <laughs> um yeah, yeah. So, then I, so then I started yeah oh sorry <laughs> sorry I um I then started I then started to just be really concerned about it so I started to think okay well what, what can we do about this issue um and that's that's the, the initial concept of where Tech Time Out was born. It was with a I'm genuinely and passionately concerned around the impact that an overuse of tech has on our ability to communicate, our ability to sleep well, our ability to build relationships with people, and our ability to focus and be productive because it has such a negative impact um, on that. I guess I guess I know firsthand because I spend you know, my 
day job, if you like, um, in the tech business, we spend time trying to build software that gets people to do what we want them to do, whether that's buy now, shop here, download this. Um, and so we know how mani- manipulative and addictive technology can be because we build it because we, we know. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, I, it, speaking about generations and, and kind of how things have changed, I mean, I'm in the same sort of bracket where, um, excuse me, uh, the poor, the cool kids in school would have a mobile phone, right? You have your 3310 and you play Snake and you'd be like, oh, I can't wait to get one of those, you know. That was the kind, that was my bracket, right? Um, and we did have the, the whiteboards and stuff. But my, my kid... I think it's Generation Alpha is like the first um, fully fledged smart. So I mean, I know there's been technology with the uh, the previous generation, but babies that are born with tablets and can go on YouTube and drag and st- all this sort of stuff. My little boy has been using a tablet since he was two. He can do more with that tablet than I can, and I have to be very careful with it because you know you got. I'm a parent. I'm a, I'm a responsible parent. Um, yeah. And I do worry about him. I do worry about him. Uh, I worry about kids like in schools these days, cyberbullying, this sort of thing. Um, Because what kid is not attached to their phone, to a tablet or a laptop? Absolutely. I I think that's so, you know, tech time is around. We're not saying don't use your tech because tech is amazing. You know, I run a tech business. I know the power of tech and how brilliant it is and how it can bring us together and the developments that can have and the efficiencies that it can build. But we've gone too far. I genuinely, passionately believe we've gone way too far. We we are now so addicted to them that we, we get chemical um, you know releases in our brain. So we get pings of dopamine whenever we receive notifications, which means that if you take that phone away from kind of within arm's reach, people start to get a little bit of anxiety. You start to feel a little bit uncomfortable because we're so attuned to having them so close to us. So yeah. we're really just trying to shine a light on that issue. And like you say, this affects not just the workplace, it affects families, it affects kids, it affects people's relationships. It's such a it's such an important issue and something that I'm massively, massively passionate about. Yeah, it does affect, I mean, it affects me a lot. I mean, I, I'm running a, like a number of podcasts and my own personal life as well, you know. And if I release a post and it gets like three likes, you know, I'm kind of like, oh, what's going on here? Like, I'm not good enough. Oh, no, I'm not doing that again. It's, it doesn't have a terribly uh, sort of negative effect on you. Uh, and, and, you know, you're just doing your job. That's your job, isn't it? Just to tell people who yeah. you are and what you're doing. And it does feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's it's hard because a lot of, you know, it's true. Like you do, I do spend quite a lot of time and that's not a problem. It's around setting the boundaries around when it's okay and when it's not. And I think the, the key issue that we've all found ourselves doing is when you pick up your phone and you can't really remember why you even picked it up, but you've ended up four apps in right? and you're scrolling through <laughs> And you're like, how did I end up here? <laughs> what am I? What am I doing? Okay, um, let me go back. And then you put your phone down, and then you go, ah, oh, I was going to check that email. That's what yeah. I was doing. But you saw something, or you were like, oh, I'll just check out Instagram. Oh, I'll just check out Facebook. Oh, I'll just check out this other thing that I'm. And then suddenly you've lost an hour of your life without even realizing. I do it all the time. I'm responsible for <laughs> yeah. it all the time. I'll be like, yeah, I need to message Steph to see if she's coming on the show. Uh, before I know it, yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm like, I'm like looking at the new Marvel Disney news and I'm like scrolling through Star Wars gossip columns and I'm like, whoa, what? Well, oh, that's, yeah, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. About three times a day, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a curse. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so addictive. It's so, so addictive. So we've got, um, as, I'm, as I'm talking to you, and I appreciate this is a podcast, but um, I know you're on video, so I'll show you that you'll see on the, this is the current state of my living room where we've got all sorts of gift tech addict stuff um, that's, 
you know, tech time out sleeping bags that you can put your phone in in order to create a bit of separation. You know, we've got tech time out flags for kids that makes tech time out fun. Um, so, you know, to, because you're right, like kids are like, what, you want to take my tech off me? What, are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I need it. I need, I, and, you know, I think every parent can relate to that. You're trying to get them to, to come off it and it just creates, it's just more hassle than it's worth. So you're like, you know what, just, it's fine. <laughs> I, um, I got to say, right, last night I had a, an interesting parental sort of discovery journey last night. My, my boy decided he was going to try and stand up to me for no reason, apparently. He's five. And um, I, I, we were putting the shopping away and I handed him this bag of cheese. I was like, can you put that in the fridge? And I don't think he, I think he was just like testing the water a little bit. He was like, you got legs, haven't you? So I was like, oh, no, don't do that to me, man. I was like, all right, go to bed. You know, so I'll do this, the, the parental thing. And I went and sat down with him. I was like, look, um, if you do that again, I'm going to take YouTube off you for a day. Oh, my God, he broke his heart. He absolutely yeah. broke his heart. I'm, I'm sure that kid's addicted to YouTube. I think it's healthy what you're doing. Uh, and I, I am going to encourage this from a little boy. I think we, uh, restrictions anyway, we only let him sort of have an hour max, you know, on his tablet. Um, yeah. I think it's really important what you're yeah. doing. You know, the, the, the sleeping bags are a great idea because sometimes I my eyes, my hands, my body hurts from like posting like, uh, posts on the, <laughs> the biscuit and stuff like that so I'll, sometimes i'll pop my phone the other side of the room and go sit on the sofa away from yeah. it because i don't want to look at it you know yeah and that's it's great i think that there's you know there's some small there's some small things that you can tweak or adapt into your into your own kind of yeah what's comfortable for you so there's no there's no right or wrong with this there's no right right alex you've got to never use your phone you've got to only use it like an hour a day like it's just not going to work right because we need to use tech in our lives but what I what I encourage people to do is just think about and ask the question. So, are, am I currently happy with my use of tech? Like on a scale, like how do I feel? Do I feel like you know what? I think I'm okay. I've got really good boundaries. Like I'm I'm, I'm feeling good. Or do I feel like you know what? Actually, sometimes I do feel like I overdo it a bit and that I am on my phone a bit too much. And then you go, okay, well, what what why are you, why are you on your phone too much? Is it because you're bored? Is it because you've got nothing else to do? Is it because is it just because you're you're because of habit? Is it because we've been stuck in our four walls all year and we're literally like crawling at the walls to like do something else and and it's a really nice distraction for us? And all of these are really legitimate reasons why you, people do you know turn to their phones. Mm. Um, but you know making small changes can be quite um, impactful, like you just said. So you know what? put the phone when you come in and sit down at the end of the day. Don't put your phone on the on the coffee table. Like why not leave it in the kitchen or put it on the other side of the room where. If you're going to watch TV, watch TV. Don't watch TV and then scroll through social media and then kind of have a half conversation with your partner and like half ignore each other because you're both scrolling through stuff. Like that's, that's again, it's something that happens quite a lot. Um, yeah. And that I think there was a moment in my own life where, you know, you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do before you even say hello to your partner is check your phone. Okay. <laughs> it's like, that's more of a priority, which is insane. Um, so... I mean, for me, I wake up and um, because I run the biscuit and I run New Circ and uh, it, it, it's, but when I wake up, I've got like 20, 30, sometimes 40 notifications on Facebook alone. And I've got to go through them all. And uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram's crazy. My emails, every, I, I have to check everything before I get out of bed and start my day because I might miss something, you know, something important, an email. I don't know. You might have emailed me this morning and gone, oh, man, I'm sorry. I got the flu. I can't come on the show. And yeah. I'd feel bad for missing that, you know. Um, it's just one of those things. That's responsibility, yeah. though, isn't it? And that's that's where drawing the drawing the fine line, though, isn't it? I guess yeah. is uh, what's responsible and what isn't responsible. Well, are you playing yeah. coin tipper 
is that really important <laughs> you know flappy yeah. bird like you know yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely it's it's so it's so addictive I mean you talk about snake like on your old 30 tens and you know god you used to be on that for like hours like mm. just and but tech is now I mean it's developed so much so even to the point where you know when you're on um you know like whatsapp tells you when the other person's typing yeah they do that to kind of make you stay on it a bit longer or when you're on facebook and you reply to a comment and then you see those little like three dots that yeah. just like it means that someone else is typing so you're like, oh i'll just i'll just stay here i'll just stay here for another minute and just see yeah. like what comes back so the 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 aim of the game with tech is to keep people on it for as long as possible because then that's how these you know that's that's how it all works um so we need we're really advocating people to just restore the balance a bit and just really think about their own tech habits and make some small adjustments that will then help them with their you know communication skills their ability to focus that so many people that I speak to that really struggle with they get to the end of the day and they've been working all day like and I don't I don't they've been they've been working hard all day get to the end of the day and they're like but I haven't done anything because they're, they're spending so much time like jumping between different things like right I'll just do that and then I'll do this and then I'll do the other and I'll do that and then their to-do list with like four things on it they haven't even looked at because they've been so busy like fleetering between things and that is a result of this con- continual bombardment of information that we get from our phones from our notifications um oh, so, yeah it is a nightmare is. and sometimes I'll be sat in the studio um I'll be in the parade um I'll be getting I don't know I'll just set up waiting for my guests to come in and I'll be sat there on my phone but what I'm doing is um I'm filling in uh, spreadsheets I'm, I'm I'm sending emails I'm putting on links of social media I'm I'm speaking to my teammates I'm I'm actually networking I'm building an empire. This phone for me, like, I mean, people have got to understand this is the most powerful thing you carry around in your pocket, this phone. like, And you can yeah. create businesses and empires from it. And you can create yeah. relationships and you can destroy relationships, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's I totally, just... totally agree. Like, I I mean, I've been working quite agilely for years. So, you know, I can, I've been working remotely for, for years so I can work anywhere. You know, And you're right, like this phone, I can do, if I, if I, if my laptop's broke, I could pretty much do everything that I need to do from this, yeah. you know. Pretty much. I can access everything. Everything's in the cloud. I can run teams, run meetings, you know, send emails, everything that you need to do. But then where does it where does it come to a point where you're like, well, what do I need to do and what do I want to do? And what am I doing? Because I'm not really thinking about it. So yeah. like I agree with you, like the, I couldn't I couldn't live without this. And that's true. Like I'm not I'm not saying to throw it away. <laughs> I'm definitely not <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> so, what's the what's the? Uh, did you have a look at the science behind this? Then, um, obviously, there's the, there's there's genuine like you were talking about dopamine levels and and kind yeah. of you know anxiety and stuff. Yeah. Um, people get addicted to their their phones, right? Genuinely yeah. addicted. Genuinely addicted. Yeah. So there's a there's I mean there's a few stats that are knocking around, and I, I'm so I'm always really interested in how you know it fits into how people feel and 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 also how they how they're able to conduct their day. So you said about notifications. So that's a really interesting topic around. So I challenge you, Alex, to turn off your Facebook notifications. (laughs) 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 Oh gosh. Honestly, because I, I am a massive advocate of this. If you look at my phone, I have no notifications on my phone because I decide when I want to go and check WhatsApp. I decide when I want to go and check Facebook because I'm going to still go and check it. I guarantee you turn your notifications off. You are going to go and check it because like you say, whenever you go on there, there's loads of stuff on there. Um, so even if you checked it like once an hour, that's probably going to be less disruptive to your day than if you are continually having things pinged at you 
all day long, every day. And that's the thought and that's of it just gives thing. me anxiety. The thought of it just like turning off my Facebook <laughs> notifications because I run I like Facebook. Like is my it's not my life. That's really sad to say. But you know, I run I run like three different pages on there i'm an admin for a huge podcast group that you know they relies on their yeah. admins to stop people from spamming and trying to be a bit a bit a bit naughty yeah. you know um yeah oh, just a thought of stepping away from them responsibilities just kind of like you know? yeah, that's it. you're not you're not stepping away from your responsibilities you're not you're just you're just instead of instead of the phone telling you and dictating your time saying right look at me alex look at me now look at me now look at me right now i want you to do this right now you're going, you know what, I'm going to look at you in 10 minutes time when I'm having a cup of tea or, or when I'm ready to kind of look at that. And the reason behind that is because on average, it takes 23 minutes to get back into a task that you were doing um, before you got distracted. So you're like doing something and then a little ping like pops up and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to have a little look, see at this. And now, and then I respond to it, whatever. And then I'm like, right. And it's, it's pre- the research shows that it takes 23 minutes for me to now get back into the task that I was doing. Now, if you think about the amount of notifications that people get on a daily basis and the amount of times that you pick up your phone. So on average, it's about 58 times a day that we pick up our phones. Um, and our screen time is around about seven and a half a day on average. Some people might be more, some people will be less. Seven and a half hours. Um, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Times, times that by the amount of notifications or distractions that you get, it's really easy to see why people get that fatigue where they get to the end of the day and they feel like they've not achieved anything because our ability to focus is being hampered severely by the fact that our phone is beeping at us. Then also, if you think about what other devices do you have? Do you have a Fitbit? Do you have a... Do I you have, have everything. Alert? I've got smartwatches, laptops, I've got uh, tablets, I've got everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need it. <laughs> and that's it. And then you've got all of these things beeping at you throughout the day and it and it does just, it, it numbs your ability to be able to focus properly. And I'm something, it's something I'm a huge advocate for and yeah. it will change your life. I, I agree. And do you know what? Uh, I've actually lost because we're in the in the process of moving. I've lost my charger for my my watch, my smart watch, and I don't miss it. I don't miss yeah. that watch. I miss not being able to tell time. I have to look at my phone. I'm like, oh, what's the time of this? But like, that's yeah. a genuine thing. I just miss. I, I miss the yeah. time. I don't miss the the vibration going off my arm when I'm trying to sleep because I've done a night shift. You know, I have to take that watch off sometimes because yeah. I'm just a, yeah. when I'm driving. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I'm like, no, I'm doing 70 stop. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, so I I I am a huge advocate of tech for good. So you use tech in a way that's gonna help us and, and help and benefit us and, and that's healthy. Um I do find that, you know, because I had to take my own Fitbit watch off because I was just finding it just too much, you know, this thing beeping at me all the time and telling me that I'm not moving enough or oh. whatever. It's just you know, how to make you feel rubbish about yourself. Like you're not moving enough. You're like, yeah, I know because I'm really busy right now. I'm in a meeting and I'm not able to get up and walk around. Like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't understand that. <laughs> so, I, I, uh, um, I love the, the thing I love about the watch is it, it tells you your message before you, it doesn't show that you've read the message. It stays unread. So, you know, if it's Shane, uh, my Shane from the biscuit going, Oh, Alex, uh, we need to change this up to this, this, this. I'm like, you can wait. Goodbye. Right? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I love about that. Um, it's uh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's, yeah. It's um, it's true what you're saying. It is true. You know, it's all about prioritizing what's healthy and what's important. Um, what's the feedback been like? Because obviously this were, this happened on the 1st of December, didn't it? Is this something that's going to be ongoing uh, now, now it's launched? 
So the, yes, the campaign text on that Tuesday went really well. We've had some brilliant feedback from people around, actually, I found it really helpful. You know, I really enjoyed having that, having that time out, had a huge response. All just, I think we had um, 350 businesses that engaged um, and then across the employees. So we reached tens of thousands of people. We had 50 odd thousand hours pledged in terms of people taking tech time out on that on Tuesday, which was amazing. Um, and now we're, we're really, look, we've got a few different things that we're up to. So we're, we've got lot, lots of, um, lots of things that we're going to be doing next year. So we've got programs for workplaces to enable them to have and encourage their employees to have a healthier relationship with technology. And then we're also partnering with some universities in order to build a program around supporting students, because they're obviously um, a big topic of conversation at the moment with everything that's happened this year with COVID. Um, and we, we would also like to um, build the program into schools as well to kind of help um, to help kids with, with this issue and, and kind of raise the awareness earlier. So on top of that, we've also got, um, yeah, like I said, the, the programmes for employees. And we've also got some stuff and resources on the website and some merchandise for individuals as well. So there's lots of stuff that we're going to be doing. It's all about trying to share the message and bring our, build our brand ambassadors. Um, so, you know, if people are passionate about this, we'd love for them to get involved and get in touch with us so that they can help share this message and, and help us get this out as far as possible as well. Amazing. Uh, I just got to say, my wife is working behind me. Uh, she's just got a phone call. Is there any chance we can pause just for a little second? I'm yeah, really that's sorry. Fine. That's pause. fine. Pause. Um, yeah. Okay. And we're back in the room. Um, so sorry about that. Um, so you've had really good feedback. And like, um, where, 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 where are you going to go with this then? Do you think it's going to grow? Because um, obviously, um, I think one of the important things is COVID, obviously, the pandemic. Because the, I guess there's been a high intensity sort of usage of technology, Skype, Zoom, what we're doing right now, you know, uh, boredom, PlayStation, Xbox, you know, it's just it's one of those things where I imagine it's just been um, immense. The amount of data people have been using during lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it has. And, and you know, what? it's been a godsend for a lot of people, you know. So it's been really helpful to be able to communicate with family and friends and and have these conversations. But it's just you can't always um it's gone too far so i think where where this is going is we yeah we, we want to get this on the national agenda so in the same way that you have um drink aware so people are very aware of the time that they spend drinking and the amount of units that they have per week but there isn't that national awareness of or concern or there is concern but there's nothing no one's doing anything about this it's an issue that everyone's aware of everyone that you speak no one has said to me oh steph i've got no idea what you're talking about i think my relationship with tech is fine you know, everyone's everyone that I've spoken to is actually like, actually, this is a bit of an issue, isn't it? And what you know, what can we do about it? And Tech Time Out has the answer of what you can do through our programs and resources. And we really want to get it out there on the national agenda to make this an actual thing that people are aware of. So things need to be, you know, considered in terms of your tech use, in terms of the amount of time that you're spending on tech, because it mm. does have a massive impact on your on your mental health, on your yeah. ability to communicate, on your relationships. And because you're not, you know. If someone's got an alcohol problem, it's very easy to spot because the tech issues and the tech addictions, it's something that everyone has and it's now socially acceptable. It's almost that no one's doing anything about it. So I've got we've got massive, massive um, ambitions for where we want to take this. So it's not not the end by any means. Fantastic. I mean, you on IT. Did you ask to go on ITV or you've been on ITV? Was the, the issue there? Yeah, so we were interviewed by ITV this week. So that's going out um, in a couple of weeks around, you know, is it going to be a virtual Christmas this year and what the impact on tech has? Um, so we're waiting to kind of see see that come in. So that was very exciting this week. Um, mm. And we've got a few other bits and pieces coming up on the agenda. 
um, next year um, that I can't talk about yet, but there's a lot, there's a lot going on. Ah, we'll have to we'll have to twist your arm next time we see you um, <laughs> as to what's going on. Um, I, I think what you're doing is fantastic. Tech timeout is really important. I, I mean, I do worry about my kids. I do, uh, and uh, you know, it, we are move, moving into a, a future where it's all touchscreen now. Um, you know, five uh, G's just been launched. Uh, you know, uh, things are getting better, quicker, faster, and it's, it is yeah. all eye grabbing. Like you said, like tech, all this technology is designed uh, to manipulate. Yeah. And I do worry about that with my kids. I worry about like um, I was. He was what he's playing this game, like this game with a stretchy little fella that you can stretch around and bash him around and stuff. But after every sort of minute, there'd be like a TikTok advert. Every advert was TikTok, and it was every like TikTok, 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 TikTok. The brainwashing thing. I was just like, wow, that's it's so obvious. Yeah. Like they don't care. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no. yeah, we do that. You know, scary. Yeah, it's it is, and I, so uh, but I do I do fundamentally believe that we've not there is a way that we can make adaptions and changes around setting healthier habits and setting boundaries. Um, and it's about setting the boundaries. That's right. For, you know, you as an individual, you as your family, you, you as your workplace, there's, there's no right or wrong. It's just whatever the boundaries are, you, you know, that you're aware of them and that you do actively include that in the, in the way that you might go, Oh, I've eaten a bit badly this week or, Oh, I drank a bit too much this week. Or, you know what? I think I was on my tech a bit too much this week. I'm going to try and do something about that next yeah. week. And I want that to become part of the, the, the things that we're thinking about around our health and wellness because it's so easy to think oh I'm feeling really sluggish and I'm feeling really rubbish and I don't really know why and then you're looking like well I've spent the last three days glued to my phone because I've had a massive deadline I haven't slept very well because I was on my phone until five minutes before I went to bed and then it's the first thing I checked first thing in the morning so yeah I think I think there is there is a reason to be concerned but there's not it's not like we're in it's all doom and gloom and there's nothing we can yeah. do about it but <laughs> I do think that people need to <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Taking over. Taking over. Yeah. I do remember one of the best holidays I ever had was my honeymoon. We went to Egypt and um, <laughs> me and my wife, we traveled before we'd been all over the world. Right. We went to Egypt and there was no Wi-Fi, none, none. Like we were in the sticks, like we're in the middle of nowhere. There was no Wi-Fi. One of the best holidays we ever had because we actually yeah. spoke to each other. We did stuff yeah. together. Right. Yeah. She's nodding. Yeah. <laughs> She's, it was, yeah. There was yeah. like one room. It was an old dining room that nobody used anymore that had Wi-Fi, had the router in there. And yeah. you just see these like people. It was like, just like, like Gollum stroking the ring, you know, they're on their phones. And it's just yeah. So weird. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other, the other problem that I think, so there's lots of people that blame millennials for a lot of things. Um, oh, those millennials this, those millennials that. They don't know what a good hard day's work is, you know. And you you get a lot of that um, kind of metric. And then they go into workplaces and they they don't quite know how to communicate, or they're not actually too sure how to do some of these things. But actually, it's not their fault mm-hmm. because they've, they've they've been brought up where you don't speak to people if you've got an issue. You text them, yeah, or you send a message, or you Google something. You don't pick up the phone and ask a question. And then they're being forced into the workplaces where that's not how that's not how the world works at the moment in a lot of workplaces. You have to talk to people. And that's another area that we're kind of discussing and, and working through is around the skills that people need that they currently don't have because of the use of technology and how they've been kind of adapted and the new way of communication and how that's now trying to merge with an older way of communication. I'm a huge fan of uh, intergenerational sort of, uh, I mean, I, I've learned a lot about this. I mean, I, I mention it on the show a lot, but I've, I've read books and I spoke to, you know, world famous 
Uh, Dr. Joanna Dodd-Massia, I spoke to, she's one of the biggest advocates on the planet for this. Um, she's got a book called Culture Shock. Uh, make sure you check that out. It's amazing. And she talks about intergenerational sort of work and how, um, you know, there is a bit of tension between certain generations. And it's all a misunderstanding. It's all a huge misunderstanding, right? Because uh, you could be yeah. looking at some 14-year-old going, what are you doing on your phone? And he's like, I'm doing my homework. I've got word. A word document. I am typing an essay. Yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, just, yes. You look at this some kid yes. looking at his phone, and you 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 could be yeah. doing anything on there. You know? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I think I think the other thing that's um, that happens a lot. So something that I actively try and do, and it does, it's not always possible, but if I'm having a conversation, I try and make sure that I'm actively in that conversation, and I'm not because it's so often that you can be half listening to a conversation and half scrolling through something. Yeah. And so I do make it. And then when, when, when other people do it to me as well, I do, I just try and stop talking. I'm like, right, they're, they're busy. Let's, let's let them do their thing. They're like, no, 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 carry on. I'm like, no, no, it's fine. I'll wait until you finish. Because you, you, it's, so it's called fubbing. So my phone, so to, to fub someone. So that's me like scrolling on my phone whilst you're trying to talk to me. Fubbing. Um, Fub. Fubbing. So yeah. And that, that's something that's now socially acceptable almost. So you can be in a meeting and people just like casually putting out their phones, half paying attention. It drives me mad yeah. <laughs> because it's so inefficient. I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big one for efficiency. So when I see things that just take longer than they needed to, it winds, it, it winds me up. It's been done in 15 minutes. If everyone just put their phones down. <laughs> I, I'm so, I, I mean, I know it's quite a negative thing to say. I'm so glad Blackberries aren't a thing anymore because they clicked. You'd be like, click, 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 yeah? Yeah, okay, click, 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 click. Yeah, they're just like, ooh, put it down, you know? Um, And have you ever been uh, watching a film that you really want your friend or your partner to watch and you're watching it and they're they're scrolling on your phone? It's so annoying. Oh, you're like, watch the film. (laughs) See, see, I'm sorry, I am that. So I am not a film person at all. I can't concentrate for that long. I don't have that ability to sit and watch something. I can't, I can't do it. So I am that annoying partner that will literally do something else. And I will, um, yeah, like listen to it almost, but I'm not that interested in, I'm not, I'd rather, I'd rather be reading or doing something else. I'm a bit of a nerd, I guess, but. (laughs) (laughs) I got you, same as my wife. We've just bought a PlayStation. It's the first time I bought a PlayStation in years. We're playing The Last of Us, which is a horror sort of story game. And I'm like, let's do this. Turn the lights off and get some munchies. Let's do this. And I'm playing and she's like, scroll. Scroll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, can we talk a bit about uh, for uh, you know? Uh, can we talk about six ticks? Where did that come from? Uh, when did yeah. you start this? Uh, yeah. oh, okay, so yeah, six ticks. So six ticks was founded in 2012. I joined in 2015, um, and then me and my business partner Ian um, sort of changed the face of what six ticks is and what it does. So six ticks is a, a, um, a software business. So we're a digital, digital business. So we provide, we, you know, we build websites, we build mobile apps and we build CRM systems for, yeah. um, small to medium sized businesses. So we also build intranets. Um, we build all sorts of stuff, um, within the software space, mainly around, you know, we look at a lot of customer journey. So how people engage with your brand. So from, you know, if it's, have they heard of you to, we, we, we help businesses build their customer journey from someone that's never heard of them, that they land on the website to building that journey to them being a really loyal customer five years down the road and kind of really focusing on making that as optimized as possible to build people through that funnel. So you get hundred people land on your website. How many people fill in the contact form? How many people can find the information that they're looking for? 
and we work with our clients in order to make sure that the information that their users are looking for is as easy to find as possible. Um, is, is, is it a case of working out what's right and what's wrong? Because certain websites really annoy me. Um, like, I don't know. I'm going to call them out. Shopshire Star, sort your website out, man. Like, you, <laughs> you click on a Shopshire Star website, it's ad, uh, and they even break up the story, right? So you scroll, yeah. you get like four, get a paragraph, then an advert, and then another paragraph, then an yeah. advert. Nobody yeah. wants that. Nobody, yeah. not one person on this planet wants to look at your website and see that. <laughs> so, um, that doesn't yeah. work, right? But people yeah. will still do it because it's clickbait clickbait's a, an important yeah that's a problem isn't it like so much clickbait but you know people are getting savvy to it they're like oh actually that looks like a spammy website i'm not going to go on there um yeah, yeah definitely it's, it's a it's around helping people make their you so we call it user experience so yeah. you land on a website how do you feel do you find the information that you want is it is it complicated is it hard to find do you have to phone them do you want to phone them you know what what's your target demographic because some people um, some businesses will say, oh, no, we want all of our clients to phone us. And you go, right, well, well who's, who's your demographic? And they're like, well, you know, we, we target, you know, 20, 25 to 45, really. And you're like, right. So you think, do you think 28-year-olds want to pick up the phone? No, no, yeah. not really. How about we add a little contact form or we add like a live chat or we add something that enables people to um, do that? Because And this is exactly the problem in a way is because, I myself would much rather fill in a contact form or a live chat than pick up the phone and have a conversation with someone if I'm busy. I don't want to pick up the phone to book a reservation. I want to be able to fill in a quick form and whiz it off and it's just done and dealt with. Um, and it's, yeah, you know, we help businesses with that. Look at the the mediums of how people want to communi- communicate. And obviously now with social media, it's massive. So you can't just have a website and an email address anymore. You've got to have social media platforms. You've got to be looking at your engagement. You've got to be looking at all this, that and the other. Um and there's so much that you can do. So we really help narrow it down for businesses because sometimes you can feel a bit overwhelmed by it all. And people feel like they have to do everything. I've got to be on TikTok. I've got to be on Facebook. I've got to be on LinkedIn. I've got to have a website. I've got to have an email address. I've got to do a click funnel. I've got to do da, da, da. And actually they spend so much time trying to do so many things. They do them all really badly. And then it's not effective. Whereas if they just focused on one channel and got that right, then moved on to the next one and then the next one and then the next one. So we do a lot of almost digital consultancy work in terms of reviewing those customer journeys. Um, and yeah, helping people get get the information of what they want and helping them get there and helping businesses capitalise on that is our uh, our forte, if you like. I, this been a, there has been a weird thing that's happened with generations because I remember a few years ago, if you asked a girl to dance, a silly dance in front of a camera, they'd go, no. <laughs> they would. That was the thing, right? Whereas now it's kind of like they're all doing their, you know, shaking her back and forth, shaking her doing all this like, stuff. <laughs> I saw a thing as well. I know Snapchat's dying, right? It's very, it's officially dying. Um, yeah. I saw um, a, a kid in work because I'm a support worker. I saw a kid. He took like yeah. a picture of the ceiling. Yeah. Sent it, and I was like, "What was that?" And he goes, "Streaks." And I got to keep my streaks up in it. I was like, "What?" what? And you got to keep this. It's like a game of ping pong. Right. So you got to keep the streaks going. And if you leave it for so long, you lose your streak. And I was like, wow, that's what it's going on. You said well, you find a picture on the ceiling. Wow. Can you see like how it's so addictive? So they're like, I need to log on and do this thing because if I don't do it, I'm going to lose some sort of online digital currency of credibility. It's an emoji. An emoji next to the name. That's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's important. Like, so... In the same way, so it feeds into the psychology. So years ago, right, we built a um, we built our first mobile app in 2015 for a coffee shop, right? And this was, um, and we built, you know, at its time, it was pretty innovative. It was around um, 
you know, that kind of loyalty point digital card type thing. And the reason that it works is because I want points. So if I've got like points on my app, right, I'm never going to uninstall it because it's like currency. And it it feeds into that psychology where we want to get points. We want to be on a leaderboard. Mm. We want to we want to kind of get a, an accreditation. And that's the way that all of these social platforms work. So exactly that. The little emoji gives that almost um, makes you makes you work towards something. It, and it feeds into that kind of so gamification is massive. Where um, you know you get points for things, and it it's and it feeds into why it's so addictive. <laughs> it's just I, feel, so- I think I feel I almost feel like we should call it the Candy Crush Saga element because. <laughs> Do you yeah. remember when Candy Crush Saga came out? Everybody was playing yeah. it. But yeah. Everybody was playing it in unison. They were like, oh, what level are you on? I'm like level 52. You're on 52. You beat 51. And everybody yeah. was trying to like, get a level up on each other. Now it's kind of like yeah. people are on a level million and stuff like that. But there was oh, a just moment yeah. when the yeah. whole world was just like playing yeah. it together, enjoying yeah. it together. And it was like that le- yeah. that level upmanship type thing yeah. you were just talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People want it. People want. People love a good bit of points or a good bit of recognition or something like that. But you're right. I mean, the whole. I mean, I'm struggling with reels. You know, I'm. I feel old because I'm like, how do I do a reel? I don't know how to do this. I was literally with my team yesterday, so we've got um, we've got a marketing student um in at the moment, and I was like, right, Gordon, you're gonna have to teach us how to do this because I just don't get it. <laughs> it's just TikTok. It's the same as TikTok. You record, you stop, you record, you stop. It's. I, I did one where I clicked and my my coffee appeared. Ah, you know. Uh, very easy, uh, but the thing is, I don't have time for that sort of stuff. Was, yeah. um, if anybody's listening, wants to come and do some, uh, you know, some social media for the Shrewsbury Biscuit, the world famous, award winning Shrewsbury Biscuit, get in touch because uh, we need help. Um, <laughs> um, the world is changing. The world is changing, and obviously, um, with with uh, six ticks. I mean, I, I was reading your website today. I've had to turn it off because my internet was like hurt. No, um, but uh, you know, it mentions honesty. Honesty is really important for six yeah. ticks right so like if if i was yeah. to you know a company an app wouldn't work for a company you'd have to say sort of like nah don't do that don't waste your oh, yeah. you know yeah yeah i turned down probably probably 90 85 90 of um app requests that we get mm. that we come through because i go it's a great idea it's not going to work mm. um so yeah honesty honesty is so important i i am so frustrated with tech businesses that just take people's money just because they that's it. They're like, there's an idea. We'll take your money. It's not going to work, but we'll take your money anyway. It drives me up the wall. Um, yeah, I'd love an app. I would love an app for the biscuit. I think it'd be great, but obviously we don't have the money yet. Maybe uh, next year when we get some money, uh, mm-hmm. I'll come see someone and find me an app because that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Just have a player. You know? I, yeah. I guess Spotify and, and YouTube Music, all these sort of iTunes, they have that already, don't they? I don't need an app really, thinking about it. No. See, then that's exactly what I'd say. You're like, well, what are the channels what are the other channels that people are already using that you could mm. share the podcasts on and mm. then yeah so there we go that's problem solved there you um, go. Save you some uh, money. could you would you like to tell people where people can find you for six ticks or if they want to find more information about tech timeout um, yeah. because i think it's fantastic what you do absolutely so the, the probably the easiest if you want to find me personally um it's probably best to grab me on linkedin so it's stephanie henson um in terms of tech timeout just head to the website so it's techtimeout.co.uk so there's tons of information on there there's kind of tips and resources and if anyone is interested in or feels equally you know passionate about this and wants to get involved then please do like ping us a note because we're keen we're building our brand's ambassador program at the moment where people can get involved and help us share this message even further um, and six ticks in terms of tech business is six ticks which is s-i-x ticks t-i-c-k-s dot com 
It's amazing. If you need a website, you can check them out. I mean, I'm going to completely contradict it because we've got a website too. And I'm going to contradict that by saying like, you know, our website's made by Web Orchard and they're good too. Uh, <laughs> Pete White at Web Orchard. And what I love about Pete is, right, so um, I I put a thing out saying I need a, I need a website building. And those yeah. people are like, yeah, yeah, there's this, I'll do it for this much, this much, this much. I'm at Pete in Stop Cafe and I was like, yeah, so what I'm going to do is I want to put a website together. Yeah, I don't have any money. And he's like, go on. <laughs> like, what I'll do is, right, you make me a website and I'll be like, hey, you go to Web Orchard every uh, every episode. And he's like, all right. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. It's such a down to earth uh, Web, Web Orchard, I know Pete as well. Yeah, yeah, they are good. It's such a down to earth guy. Uh, but yeah, make sure you check out Web Orchard uh, and, uh, and Six Ticks. Uh, Steph, you've been amazing. I'd love to, like, when, when lockdown's over, are you are you based in, in Shrewsbury, uh, in yeah. town? In town? Yeah. Yeah. I, would, I would love to come and see you guys, have a coffee with you guys and talk about how it, maybe we can help out with uh, Tech Timeout because I think it's a great idea. Um, Sounds great. I'd love to, you know, uh, do something. Maybe we can do like a set ourselves some challenges or something. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. That sounds yeah. really good. Maybe you yeah. can get in. We're doing them. Um, we're looking at doing some stuff in the new year, you know, New Year's resolutions and that sort of stuff. So we'll definitely get you involved in that. That sounds amazing. Uh, and yeah. of course, the way, when you're listening to this now, guys, it's Monday now. Um, in two days' time, you've got the Carols on the Doorstep uh, thing that's going on uh, around Shropshire and around the UK, I believe. There's, there's people taking part all over the place. Um, 16th, um, and it's at, is it 7 p.m.? Oh, gosh, I should have got this ready. Um, the 16th, and you will go onto your doorstep and you'll sing Carols. If you listen to uh, BBC Radio Shropshire, they'll be playing um, uh carol music for you to sing along to i'm gonna find this now carol's on your doorstep it's oh my god there's there's carols on your doorstep in bristol uh essex wow this 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 taking off really has taken off but um it's on december the 16th and on christmas eve uh and you know uh uh, go on to my Shrewsbury website. Uh, have a look at what's going on there because all the details are there and um, make sure you take part. It's just a, a way of the community coming together, a bit like the clapping for the NHS, you know? That's very much what it's like. Um, Stephanie, you've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much for talking to me. Thanks for thanks for inviting me. Look forward to... Uh, well, actually, I look forward to seeing how you get on with turning off your email notifications. Let's leave Facebook, maybe your emails. Let's see how you get on. <laughs> <laughs> It's. I mean, uh, the the problem is right. The problem is I I have emailed um people to come on US UK you saw my other show right. I've emailed them and gone, hey, do you want to do something? And then they they completely ignored me. And three or four months later, gone, yeah, let's go on. So like it, it's unpredictable. My life is so unpredictable. You know, we're speaking to um two celebrities to, tomorrow night. You know, one of them is one of the biggest TV executives on the planet, and he took like a month to get back to me. And so I just, I'd miss it. I'm kind of, yeah, it's just a crazy world, crazy world for me. But I'll, I'll, we'll think of something. We will think of a challenge that I can do that's going to make me feel uneasy, but I've got to do it to prove a point. Okay. Okay. I'll have a think. We'll have a think. Okay. 
Stephanie, you've been fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, guys, um, I want to give a shout-out to the parade before we get out of here. Parade shops, where we're usually based, not going to be there uh, this, Dece- this December. We'll wait till the new year, staying away from those Christmas crowds. Uh, but make sure you go in there. I was in there to pick up some equipment yesterday. It looks beautiful. All downstairs, they've got Christmas decorations. Everything's uh, got a nice feel to it. Um, Dale Hints is open again. Um, uh, Vanitas Tattoos is open again. Everything's open again. Make sure you go check out the parade. Right. We're going to get out of here. Thank you very much, Steph. Thank you very much, listeners. We'll catch you next time. Thanks. Peace out.